Kāinga pika tītoki, kāinga manga maire o te wao nau mai anora ki te pai o Party People. E tukuna tunei i runga i ngā iarere o Ranginui ki a tatū i hoai o na painga ki runga ki a papatua nuku e hora nei. Ko mihina ngā rangi ahau e whakamānu atu nō reira tēnā koutou katoa. Welcome to Party People, funded by the Public Interest Journalism Fund. The bad news is we are still in emergency accommodation, uh, waiting for the borders of the RNZ studios to let us through again. The good news is that Shane and I are joined mm. by, <coughs> drumroll, Amanu Hiritu Miki. Uh, he is the yak daddy of conservative <laughs> politics, the man who, who most succinctly described Maureen Pugh's contribution to Parliament. Uh, the second best-looking MP Tauranga's ever had after Bob Clarkson. <laughs> Ripping Ngati Kino Haku in the mighty king country, uh, we have Simon. What have you been up to? Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really busy for an unemployed person, actually. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm doing podcasts with famous people. I'm um, going to lunch. I'm thinking about the world's problems. I'm watching Netflix. You've yeah, got the main job. Good. Um, no, I don't. Making the lunches. Yeah, exactly. I do a bit of that. I've, I've dropped the kids at school this morning. So, yeah, it's good. But you're not going to let us in on any employment coming in the I'm Just pursuing opportunities. As yeah. Shane has told me uh, off air, it can be very hard for MPs. We have a window of time. 18 months. And uh, so I'm just, I'm just busy um, cleaning that window. Um, yeah. Did you catch his valedictory speech I did, recently? I did, the 14 If you points. were to review it, what would you say? Oh, no, I, I, I think that, you know, he told people to be bold, not to be beige, the, the 14 points. No, I listened to it. I, think, I thought it was a very good valedictory. Often, politicians, the best speeches they ever give is their valedictory or the concessions when they lose. But no, it was a, it was a very good speech. Yeah, and I know. some messages in it for us all. Did you enjoy Thank it? You. Did you get to the green part? I, I must admit, it, um, it exceeded my expectations. I went down not sure. Uh, would I sound like a bit of a grumpy old man? And um, no, it went well. And the the, the, the commentators were kind. I mean, people are always nice to you. Well, they're not always, actually. When you're leaving. They're usually. So I got that and I'm... When you're that. arriving and when you're leaving. Yeah. It's, the gallery's it's, lovely. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't mind that. <laughs> the other thing I... I, I mean, even Shane is being nice no, to no, me. No, no, I just How want to say... How good is I, this? I just want to say this. Say, whether you loathe him or you love him, and there's been times where I've absolutely <laughs> loathed him, times where, when, when I love the brother... Um, but I think that uh, you can say to Simon, he's always been true to his political instinct and guts. And I, you know, and I yeah. think not enough people. And that was the speech. Still being nice yeah. to you. No, I like that. And then that was the speech. I was. Yeah. I want to see a bit more of that. I'm concerned yeah. that uh, we're talking about off here going into the next election. It just might be a bit vague. And I want to see a bit of, you know, we're, we're, we're commentators here. We need yeah. a bit of interest. True. We can't have this beige and. Mm. Give it, because this is party people through a Māori lens, tell us a little bit Ngāti Keno Haku. Mm. Whereabouts in Maniapoto are you from? Oh, yeah, Aupāruri, um, you know, close to Waitomo there. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think I think the thing I always reflect, I suppose, as a politician now, now today at least a political commentator, is um, it, it wasn't really until, it's a weird thing, becoming a political leader, actually, that it, it forced me in a good way think about some of these things and to go back there and to meet Fano and um, yeah it, it's it's been a great uh, I hate this word but it has been a great journey when, when you were in pol politics were you aware that people from Oparure and Ngāti Kenohaku and owned you 
Yeah. You know, and when you went there, we Some were like, of oh, them. Well, <laughs> every time I talk to the Takanawas yeah. and all of those ones, they're like, yep, he's from Almarai. And, and what's also true is when I was on the Pai Pai at various places, um, I always felt um, uh, in... Um, Actually, even Tainui, Maniapoto country, I got a much better hearing than perhaps I did in other parts of uh, this land of ours. And so um, I appreciated that. Kapai. Hey, well, we've had a couple mm. of polls. We've had the tax union poll. We've had the Reed Research poll a week earlier. So basically uh, 61 seats to, lab, uh, to act and national in the taxpayer union mm. and 59 for Labour, Greens and Te Party. And a bit of a flip for the Reed Research with national and act on 59. And if Labour, Greens and Te Party might have got it together, 61. What are you making of these polls? Uh, very close. Um, because we haven't got a long time here, my in a nutshell, is if there's a recession, National is going to win. I reckon mm. that's very clear. If there isn't, um, still be close. I, I think then it switches uh, as it gets uh, tougher and harder and, and experience comes through. I think it's more of a Labour-Green game. Um, I, I will say this to keep it interesting. One thing I thought was interesting about this poll is that actually there's a, a bit of a malaise in the major parties. Neither of them are at 40, right? So mm. Labour is weak at the moment, right? They've got a, up against a bunch of things, not least of which cost of living, government expenses, all these things going on. But but National's still not actually quite hitting its mark at 40%. And the minor parties, or the third parties, the Greens uh, and uh, ACT, are both doing actually pretty well mm. uh, at the moment. So it's a... It's a I, I wouldn't how, say isn't it's... Isn't that how it works when you're kind of in the middle of a cycle? That you see yeah. the minor parties pop up and this... Well, I, no, I do remember a political leader who spectacularly burned it in 2020, who at about this stage in the cycle was in the 40, yeah. 40s. And so it can be done. I'm not saying it's... But I, um, he sounds it's too modest, <laughs> too modest to go too much. But I do, I, I suppose I'm saying to you is, actually, the key years, there was a dominant party. It was national. It was always in the 40s. Um, right at the moment, yeah, we, we know Labor's come off a bit, but national, I'm just simply saying, actually, national's not there in the mm. 40s either. And those minor parties, that, that, that because of that, act as strong. The Greens are quite strong. Yeah. Is it a problem or does it make it more even for National well, and Labor? Well, you had that high watermark with 50-odd percent, and that was a one-off one -off election. Look, uh, midpoint, second term, always very tough. You know, you remember when Helen Clark was 10 behind, 10 percent behind um, Don Brash, and, you know, we know how that happened. Uh, on top of that, we've got global inflation and, uh, you know, all of that sort of thing. Um, but... Um, Labour will have will be reasonably happy. Uh, it is neck and neck at the moment, but I am concerned for someone who is centre-left voter about those sort of trend lines. Yeah. I think they do need to come up with a plan to respond to the cost of living crisis, and that's what uh, and that's what they can do when they're in government. Opposition won't be able to Everyone's do that. Everyone's talking up the party Māori. You know, mm. it's sometimes it, that middle, whether it's the New Zealand First or the Party Māori, seems to hold the balance of power, or could be. Yeah, because there are three parties that I think, three minor parties that I think are guaranteed representation in Parliament Day. That's Greens, uh, Te Pāti Māori and ACT. Agreed. That are guaranteed representation. Yep. And uh, Te Pāti Māori, I think, will either sit on the crossbenches and support, support supply, and, um, supply and confidence, and it, and it only really has one choice, and that's the Green the Green um, uh, Labour sort of coalition. No other choice. And the National Party and the Party Māori used to have a pretty solid relationship. Yeah. Do you think uh, over... I mean, Christopher Luxon, he, is he doing enough to make that relationship with them? I think the reality is it takes two to tango. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, if you... Um, 
and I wouldn't say I've done it deeply, but analyse what's been said. I mean, I like both Rawiti and Divi. I sort of at, at a level feel like I know them well. Um, but if every time they open their mouth on uh, Te Nahinara, it's um, negative, um, that sort of tells you what you kind of need to know. But don't you go in the know. back office and take them out and have a cordial and say, hey, well, we agree on this? Because there are some things that they, that, that they must I think the reality with. is what Shane said is right. They ain't... You never know if we were already there anyway. They ain't going with us. Um, I think that's probably the reality. That they aren't coming to Dancing with the Stars with National as a partner. Yeah. Look, and the other and and the, and, and the other thing is that it's not just National. It's their likely dominant coalition partner. It's ACT and mm. diametrically opposed. Where you know the the Napoli from uh, David Simorat and Tapati Māori yep. Māori at. It, it comes with a package. And the other thing is, uh, they don't the National Party don't have anyone who will go across and go and, and mm. negotiate with with Māori Party. And the other thing is. We know what happened. The last time they got into a coalition agreement with the National Party, they, they died, and, and and they're lucky to be back in many respects. There, there is an irony, though, and that yeah. is that Chris Luxon is actually a moderate on these things. I mean, if you look at the mm. co-government stuff, I appreciate, you know, you probably yeah. could find the odd phrase, mm. but fundamentally he hasn't comfortably gone in where David Seymour or actually Winston Peters, for that matter, is. At, so, nor has he, but, but, but nor what, has he called him to but, but wouldn't that be because, actually... No, that's what I'm saying to you. Yeah. I don't think because yeah. the National Party is traditionally the architects of the co-governance framework. You know, if you look back to um, when you were around there with Chris Finlayson, with Rodney Hyde, that we're riding up the river authorities and the Maunga authority, you know, that is co-governance. Well, the risk of getting booed out of the room. You know, I don't, I don't like it. And the reality is, I think there's one thing to dip your toe tentatively in the water, uh, which is what Finlayson et al. Yep, I was at Cabinet, did uh, as, as well. I think it's another thing to dive on in. And I think the reality is, if you look at what's going on right now, it's a much more systematic thing across big sectors. And that's where the discomfort uh, amongst, um, you call it what you will, Pākehā, Middle New Zealand, I, I think, comes from. And I think... Yeah, we'd be wrong to say, oh, look, that's just redneckism or something. No, there's, I think, a real, genuine middle New Zealand discomfort about this. Oh, except, except when when we were doing those things, which was tinkering on the around the edges, yes. that, you know, was whipped up by by conservatives. You know, Don Brash and the Ottawa speech, which was pretty pretty moderate. The thing is, Simon, that um, you've used an analogy of, of, of the Awa. We've been we've been swimming upstream, and you know we've been part of the of mainstream health funding, and you know it's not benefiting our people. It's not benefiting the tax the tax power. It's, we've almost got to the point where um, we have nothing to lose. And I, I did listen to your speech um, mm. very carefully, and you talked about privilege mm. um, that you know you don't need you as an individual Maori don't need this. This privilege. Well, we're a collective people, and we're not privileged. We look at the mortality rates. We look at the diabetes. You know, disproportionately waiting lists. Waiting lists. Uh, our overrepresentation on waiting lists disproportionately. It just shows that the system. But what you and hasn't I, we, we all and we agree. To, I think we need, table, we need a we new actually, construct. There's not a disagreement with me, yeah. and I've said this yeah. in my book, um, mm. National Identity. By the way, I've said I've said this in Parliament. We don't agree on the disagree on the problem, right? I I get. Uh, institutional racism. Mm. I get that there are uh, uh, historic factors that have got us to where we're at that lead to all the things you're talking about. Where we disagree, and I suppose it's, it is a, um, you, you, at some levels, these are blue, red, black, yellow distinctions, is on the solution. Well, so can I just I, come back to you? So, uh, so, so you, hang on, Shane. Sorry. So you aren't a fan, fan of your former colleague Chris Finlayson's work? 
Um, like I say, you know, I think it's like all these things when you do it incrementally and slowly, slowly, and you read the cabinet paper, you say, oh, what's that really though, mean? Controversial, though, because if you look at the success of the, the river authorities, I mean, how else were you going to uh, include Waikato Tainui? But isn't that my point? But isn't that my point? A one-off um, incremental step which pragmatically at the time sort of makes sense. People have their different views, but sort of makes sense. That's one thing. But then to come in and say in whole sectors, whether it's health, whether it's our entirely, um, that I think is a different proposition. And I, you know, I just say, again, we would be fooling ourselves if we didn't. I mean, you made the point, Shane, Don Brash, and whatever you yeah. think about that, what it does show is, it's like I did also said in my valedictory, this stuff is fraught. Uh, in New Zealand politics, and and some of it will be game playing. Actually, on both sides, whether it's um, Rawiri, whether are you, it's hey, David as Seymour. As you, but are you being beige? Are you being beige bit, and um, not bold? Well, <laughs> I mean, how do you turn this, the tables? On this, I probably am. Yeah. but that's because it's fraught. Be bold. Right? No, that's but because it's but, it's fraught, and I think it's where angels fear to tread. I, I'm not being beige though, and I, I think I've nailed my colours pretty clearly, Mark. Mm. When I say overall, the big capitals co-governance approach yeah. labor but, i don't like but then you just ha it has to be status quo then eh? because nothing's changing and status quo is assimilation status quo is assimilation no, and okay. assimilation I'm, well uh, that's uh, not fair we could be talking um whanau or we could be talking about a bunch of ground because up you guys could talk for that an didn't hour. get the time to work and could have whanau what is I don't okay. so this week in parliament mm. willie jackson called <laughs> david seymour a useless maori quote quote useless maori but i jumped well. in there said he was a disgrace i think marama david said something else you know is that politics or is that on the nose oh it's just politics i i look you're okay but, with that uh, yeah look look this is I, I i you know i think another thing so i'm not going to mention my valedictory yeah. one more time <laughs> but i but i do think look i i like a bit of color um literally i think it's fine i mean i can remember D uh, david cunliffe once calling me a permatan um something rather well some people jumped up and down that was racist whatever okay people say things you know and willie's been great at this have been a great shock jock on radio and various other things it's politics, but there is a different question. Is it effective? I don't know that it's going back to Do you agree with them? I don't know that it's actually Do you agree with Willie? No, no, it's just dumb stuff. What do you think? Oh, Unfair? First of all, um, you know, it's, it's not as if uh, uh, David doesn't chuck the tutai. He called, he called the people or Himato squatters. He released the, a code that was meant for Komato in West Auckland that undermined a national national rollout. So, you know... He calls he calls he calls a spade a spade. You guys is, right. Do I do I agree with that term? I think he is koretake. I think he is koretake when it comes to arguing a kopapa, and I think that's what it's all about. It's not about the individual. It's it's about it's about uh, his general um, kopapa, and I think what he wants to do. Was I think for the sake though, by yeah. the minister. No, no, I don't think it was. But also, I, I do want to say that I think that what he is out to do to get that extra three or four percent, he's out to set up an American-style cultural war that. I don't think exists in New Zealand. Okay, moving right along here to Tauranga. Mm -hmm. So Winston Peters has finally ruled himself yeah. out and his party this morning. Um, there's no comeback to Tauranga Moana for him. Uh, the Māori Party has announced it's too unsafe for them to stand in Tauranga. Is Tauranga a hotspot for white supremacy? No, I know more than uh, Tamaki Makoto or 
um, uh, the Waikato or, or any other part of New Zealand. It's not to say you won't do you think find that, people. Do you think the media just reports views? badly on them because they do have some reports coming out of there where you know letter drops and? If I if I thought long and hard enough about it, and I confess I haven't, I could find the same in Christchurch. I could find the same in other places. So no, I re I reject that. I don't think you can say that. I think isn't it interesting? Actually, it's the same with Winston. Uh, Winston says, "Oh no, I'm not standing because." that Bridges has been naughty having a, 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 a by-election uh, and that's too expensive, isn't the reality. Winston's not standing because he's not going to win. Uh, Te Pāti Māori are not standing because they're not going to win. And but you can you can have all sorts of views on that. Neither are the Greens, neither are ACT, uh, neither are Labour. Nashville's going to It is a very Māori seat, though, you know, the, the area, the Bay of Plenty there. Yeah. So um, And Rawiri does very well there. So. Yeah. Um, shouldn't they be given an opportunity to stand with it and a safe one? Well, if they, if they wanted to, they, they could. Look, I'm born and bred in the Bay of Plenty. Uh, there is a hotbed of conservatism. Uh, it's, it make no mistake about it. Served me well yeah. for 14 years. Yeah, yeah, I get you that. You leave it alone, yeah. Shane. Hey, hey, but as, soon, <laughs> but, as soon, but as soon as it was out, he was out of Dodge City. He was gone. Up to Tamaki Makoto. Up to Tamaki Makoto. You have, though. You've come all the way to Tamaki But you know what? Folks that are sort of don't live in their own rohe. We're always quite nostalgic about where we are. Look, my experience, and, and I think it's sort of, you know, when the tax part, when the tax part. You were from yeah, Kawaro, you keep hailing, you keep talking about Kawaro, oh, but, you know. I'll go back there, there one day and I won't, and, and when they bury me six feet under, that's it for me. But look, I, I just think that, you know, there's no uh, mistake when the taxpayers' union wants to sort of rack up their troops, they go to Tauranga. Don Brash, when he wants to rack up his trips, he's going to Tauranga. I think there is a level just of conservatism in Tauranga. What, what do you, um, what do you make of the final con final contenders for Tauranga? Well, you know, National Party was always going to win it. You know, I think Labour come within 2,000 at the last we election. That yet. was a one-off. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think National will win it. Um, you know, I think it's you could put a sort of a beige poodle in that, put a National rosy on and they'll win the election. No beige, it's got to be bold. Sam, Sam, I don't know him well. Um, What's he got to offer the National times, Party? But I like him. He seems like a good guy, and I think he's got good values, and he's got a good backstory. So he'll go well. Hmm. Do you know Tanya Tetzel very well? Yeah, I do. Rate her? Yeah, I do. Should she have been chosen? In the end, she made her decision. I think um, I, I don't mind saying what I, I think the reality is with her. She... Um, I've gone for lots of catch cries on this mm. podcast, but it was a bird in the hand, too, in the bush. Mm. Um, she is a well-known, hugely well-regarded Rotorua um, councillor. She, I think, has more than every chance of being the next mayor, and she decided that's where it was for her. The other thing is that having been involved in a lot of elections, the decisions are often made before the formal decision is made, and I don't think she, was, she really had a chance. I thought it was a bad look. Um, because, you know, you do have to accept that National Party has um, diversity issues. I thought it was just a fundamentally a bad look to have four contenders that basically looked all the same and had political views pretty much the same. I don't know if, I don't know if the photo in front of Moa with yeah. them all in their mm. uh, Helen Stein suits was a great idea. But, you know, Sam Uffendall is a great guy and he's going to be a great... Kawai. I'm going to go to a story of the day, which is uh, the ETS uh, story that's come out. This, uh, well, there's a bit of a hoo-ha about that. Um... Farmers, methane's been left out uh, for now. Uh, the Māori Party is warning that there will be court action uh, because Māori who own some of that marginal land and they've got forestry on it and natives and exotics and not um, nat uh, native, sorry, pine, they've got pine on it, not natives are going to be 
um, you know, targeted and they're going to lose some of their income. Do you think that's fair that... Um, well, let me surprise you because I like to surprise and yes. like... Actually, uh, Debbie and Ariwapaka may have a good point, right? Mm. Um, it's complex and I don't claim to understand the precise legalities, etc. of it all, but she may well have a good point. And I think that's a point that I would make traditionally for the National Party, even though I'm now the objective bystander on these things, and, and that would be my view, is, look, actually, good policy has to be cognizant of te tiriti or waitangi and, and the past and what, what works. And if Debbie's point is that here that hasn't been done, as I say, she may have a good point. That, though, is a world away. Sorry to hark back, Very but it's the co-governance stuff. Yeah. Because what we're earlier. talking about, we're talking about a group of people who are farmers yep. who are being left out, yep. and then we're talking about tangata whenua who are owning these margin, the land, the little bit of land that they still have left, yeah. and who are being picked up in this in the scheme, and they're going to be. So you think it's a treaty breach? Well, I, no, I'm not, I, I can't say that because that would require a. Um, Thousand dollar an hour you legal can opinion. Say Look, if I'm you want to pay for that, I'll here. give it a go. No, I'm happy for you to say it. You reckon it's a treaty breach? What I'm saying to you is she may have a point. It's complex, I, but I, she may have a yeah, point. Yeah, well, is I don't think it's going to see the light of day, to be honest. Look, forestry has been good for Māori. I'm concerned You're about... You're from the, forestry Yeah, town. yeah, I am. I'm con well, it's, and, and we've got lots of jobs, um, new jobs um, that's been created about that, and we'll get to a stage where we'll be able to sell our... But, but should, should there be like a five or ten year kind of yeah. plan that they're able to, yeah, I, and some assistance for them to replant Here's part of the problem, and you've said it two or three times, it's marginal land where a lot of, a lot of other things can't, can't sort of grow right. on it. And that's often... Actually, you can't even that's, access that's, some of that's it. Often, yeah. That's often the, the basis of treaty settlement, that we get given land, but it's marginal land. But you know what? I think we've got to get the ecosystem right and the balance right between native and, and exotic. But uh, right now, the current construct has to stay in place, and I think it will. Um, Labor, the Greens, will, won't, won't, won't want to get into scrap with uh, Māori, Māori um, forestry owners over this. It's an unnecessary scrap. Ramrads, it's been talked about in the news yeah. a lot at the moment. Yeah. Um, Children's Commissioner says it's a spike rather than a trend um, and that it's actually created through families living in total state of hopelessness. Yeah. Thoughts? I've got a really high regard for France Evers. Actually, we've worked together on both sides, against each other, um, with each other in the same firm, and uh, I think she's a great pick as uh, Commissioner. Um, I think the reality is this is a both thing, right? Actually, um, yep, history... Um, education, welfare, health, all of these things are required to ensure we have less crime uh, in the future. But don't make the mistake of saying that what that means is, oh, we're just going to go soft in the meantime, and like the Māori Party, I think the Green Party says, well, we don't need prisons. Of course we do. We do need a deterrent response in the here and now. What do we do with the 10-year-old then? Well, you know, a 10-year-old actually is a different kettle of fish, and I appreciate some of them are 10-year-olds, right, because uh, legally uh, they're not within the purview of the adult court. But, um, mm. you know, if a 10-year-old is doing those sort of things, they will be treated with all leniency and understanding. Different matter if it's an 18-year-old. Mm. And, and actually, frankly, um, we do want to deter them from doing that kind of thing, acknowledging that, you know what, good health, good education, so on, that's the long-term solution. Yeah, I think if you have a look at where it's happening in Tamaki Makara, there are newer communities communities like Ormiston, not so much in the Manganese and the West Auckland, and what right. do they lack there? They lack the social infrastructure, they lack the social connection, and I reckon that if you gave Monica Urban Māori Authority 
all white potato trust, the resources, because we're probably only talking about 20 families that could turn this around quickly. And I think that's what needs to be done. We need a coherent approach. Having said that, of course, victims ought to be able to go amongst their, their lawful business. When, when we say that nine, eight, nine-year-olds, um, there's a softly, softly approach, actually, mm. Oranga Tamariki gets them pretty quickly. And, you know, to, mm. and what does disturb me, uh, Simon, and I hope it disturbs you, is that we've had mainstream platforms say, let's reintroduce borstals again. You know what borstals do? They wreck kids for life. I don't agree with anything, Sarah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just simply saying, and, yeah. right? Yeah. Let's not excuse it, though. A ram rate is wrong, and if you're an adult, Kia it ora. does deter a strong... I agree. ...need a strong answer. I agree. But if you I, have no hope, okay. you do I, this crap. Thank you. Kia Now, before we go, because I have to do this, I've got a mihi to our friend, the Honourable Tau Henari, um, who is taking his guitar and moving to another party. He's moving on from party people. We want to thank you, Tau, for all the taonga um, he shared with you, your passion, your mātauranga, your kōrero, and most importantly, your cricket commentary and your love of golf. Nō reira, e te rangatira e tau. Uh, ka nui te mihi matihiri ki koe. Simon, you got a story about Tau? Uh, love Tau. Um, what I loved about him was his fierce crazy anger in Parliament, the kind of fierce, crazy, not random beige. anger. It's definitely not beige. absolutely wasn't beige, and we don't see enough of in Parliament today. Kapai. Hey, just before we go, the Aussie elections are on Saturday. Got any predictions? Uh, well, it's looking like it's um, Anthony Albanese and the Labour Party. And, um, you know, the shame of it is, look, whoever wins, I don't know that we've got that much sense of what they do in government, and I don't like that, and I don't want to see it in New Zealand in 2023. Labour? Labour will take 80 seats. I think it's going to be a reasonably handsome win. The momentum is, uh, the, and, the, it's a, the, and the, the wind is behind their back. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fairly decent win for Labour, and I think it'll be clean. What does that mean for our government? Um, well, it's a funny old thing, isn't it? Because yeah. what it says um, at a very basic level, I wouldn't be, I'd be careful about this, is, you know what, um, when people are hurting and interest rates are going up, inflation and so on, a government of the day has to watch out. Um, I think Shane made a fair point, which is what the government needs right now is a really clear, strong, compelling program on cost of living. If they do that, they can still win in 2023. If they don't, and if there's a recession, they're dog-tucking. The next few months is all about inflation. It's like going to a really nice hakere, but someone gets the kaingapiro right out at, right at yes. the end. It permeates right throughout. Inflation, 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 and this is what this government needs to focus on. Correct. It what would you be doing? You I'd get like rid of the kainga pedo. I would. I would be spending wisely in middle in middle New Zealand, and helping those most at, at, at need because, because I think we can work. Uh, a lot of this is international, and it will work itself out. But it's the hurt in the meantime. And what, what will happen is yeah, that people people will make. Will, I think they could make up a fair chunk of New Zealand could make up their mind prematurely and say ah. We're going if to look at it. That's the, that is the, that is the very real the danger for, yeah. for Labor. Yeah. And, I, and I think what National's also done quite well, you've seen mm. a dribbling of stories in the last two or three weeks of, oh, this crazy expense. Yeah. You're wasting money. It might only be 50K. Yeah. It might be 200K. But if they can keep doing that, New Zealanders start saying, you know what, these guys are wasting money, and here's me, mm. uh, and I can't afford my groceries. That is a real problem for Labor. They can turn it yeah. round, but they... On with Shane but they, it will report a serious focus on that to the expense of a lot of the other stuff they've been up to. Causation is irrelevant. The fix is Tips important. for free. Tips for free. Yeah. Tēnā kōrua. Thank you so much. That's Party People for this week. Uh, don't forget you can catch us on all the Apple Podcasts, RNZ's YouTube page, and 
Simon, uh, Shane, Tina, Koutou.